excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What up? Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm just helping Liz out a little in the kitchen. She's making up a storm here. Ted, I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? No! I mean, no, that's fine. On your way out, just tell her it would be a few minutes late, but you shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here and... Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the retrograde from Liz. Put that cookie down, now! Hello, listening people. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 indeed. I am Father Santa Claus, and you are... Mother Santa Claus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am actually one of your hosts of Spin Posh Presents, Bartek. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. Duh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bartek, I speak Polish. Ruby Groovy Kwanzaa. How dare you! <laughs> so... We have spin posh, likingly, because we're always spinning. If this and is your first episode, it's the other way around. No, it's not. <laughs> and we both happen to be Polish. Isn't that correct, Bartek? I am Bartek, that's correct. Say Ryan, say but... some Polish phrases for us that we... Is there any festive phrases that they use in Poland? Like is... for, for Merry Christmas, it's like Wesołyszczot. Is that just a direct translation of Merry Christmas? I think so, yeah. Oh, good. Is, no, no, like, colloquial, like, region-specific kind of, like, festive phrases used in Poland. Like, if you translate it... Do you really think like, I'd know that? Why not? You knew that ice cream... Uh, I, I'd know dialects? You, no, I mean, like, colloquialisms. Like, just, you know, regional... Like, you know, oh, just... words, yeah, but like that was one thing I knew because of my stepdad. Well, you knew phrases like that blowjobs and ice creams were synonymous with one another in Polish. That's a phrase he knew. Well, so that's, that's my stepdad. He was, a, he was a funny guy. So you knew something. Yeah, but I don't know dialects. I wasn't asking a specific, specific dialects. You're getting confused You're by like... dialects. This is the show where I argue <laughs> with Bartek about what I asked. Bartek, we're doing Pictures Power, our show in which we discuss a movie that came recommended. It's Christmas time. We're talking about Christmas movies. Last episode it was your recommendation, yes? Yes. And you, we talked about your Christmas movie, which was... Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, yes, Man by Jim Carrey. Um, <laughs> That's not a Christmas movie. How do you know? I've seen it in cinemas. You didn't cross over the Christmas period? He did it for a whole year. Yo, you, you no, don't no, know. No. <laughs> you don't know. I was struggling to comprehend the question. What do you mean? Well, he did the challenge of saying yes to everything for a year, yeah? Mm. So there must have been a bit in the movie where they had like a segment where he was there at Christmas getting a, something. I don't remember any snow. I just remember Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> she was an elf, so there is a Christmas relation there. So, Bartek, we're doing my recommendation for a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you really went for obscure films this time. I really did. I went for a, a little-known uh, Hollywood movie by the director of Snow Dogs called Jingle All the Way mm. with little-known actor, the, real the, struggling the, the guy. guy. yeah. Yeah, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I would have loved that in Star Wars. <laughs> um, no, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course. Jingle all the way. Now, Bartek, we couldn't do this episode alone. Arnold's a big guy. For you. <laughs> <Much> <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to say much like Bane. He's a big guy. <laughs> um, like Bane, he's a big guy. So we need a big guy to help cover it. Well, you're pretty tall, though, Ryan. So... But am I big? Am I broad-shouldered? Am I a superhero? I'm looking at the guests' uh, uh, like biceps compared to yours, and you're right, there's a big difference. There is a big <laughs> difference. There's a big difference. He's got a tattoo. He's got two. He's just Might covering be... the, the other hand, on the other arm. 
Jeez, tattoos for days. So, Bartek, who are we joined by? We are joined by the person that we had in last year's Christmas episode, funnily enough, Sorab Kaikobad. What's up, guys? Nothing much, The sky, but... The sky? Santa Claus, up in the sky... Delivering presents. It wasn't a literal question. I didn't need an answer. You, you needed really. a direct answer. Oh, I know the answer. Upside <laughs> down. Th- thank you. That's the one I was looking for. <laughs> so what's up in the sky is up. Yeah. What's down in the, the sky? The movie up? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah that, that sounds yeah. cool. What's down in the sky? What's down in the what's sky? In that like sounds a... like a Roland Emmerich kind of line. <laughs> in like no, Independence that's... Day, the aliens would come in and if they spoke, they would be like, "What's down in the sky?" <laughs> and then Will Smith would be like, "Welcome to Earth, motherfuckers." <laughs> did, he, did he do Twister? <laughs> no. Oh shit. Oh. I don't think so. I don't like Twister, so I can't is remember. That, I haven't seen. Is that the movie where the, you see the cow in the? Yeah. That's so in the sky we're doing with? Jingle All the Way, which is not Twister, a movie I, I don't like. They're very similar though. They don't have America. <laughs> what? America. I was going to say. I was going to say if we we're doing True Lies, that could be truer because both would have Bill Paxton. That yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so we're doing Jingle All the Way. Listening people, if you haven't had the chance to watch Jingle All the Way, you know, give it a watch. We're going to talk about it. So you know, if you're keen on giving it a watch, it's a good, fun, easygoing Christmas movie. It's a one of those ones that a lot of people have as a in their heavy rotation of Christmas films. Hell yeah. So you know, if you haven't. Give it a watch, come back, listen to this. If not, you know, we're going to talk about it. So, Bartek, I chose Jingle All The Way specifically because I knew that you had not seen this film before. Mm. So, what's your history with this film, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I actually knew most of the plot beats just from, you know, I guess, pop culture osmosis. So, it's not like there were many surprises there, but I, I had a really good, well, I had a really good time with it, and I was expecting to. So, it was something that I've always been meaning to see, and now I have. So, I guess my question that I'll ask you more about your history is, how did you not see this movie? That's this movie a very was good on TV and in the general sphere of Christmas movies when we grew up, specifically. All the time. And not even All the during time. Christmas. It was just on. It was on. So, how did you <coughs> not see this? I guess I didn't watch much TV around Christmas <laughs> or something. So. I don't know. <laughs> what Christmas movies were big in your rotation when you were a child like what were the ones that when you grew up they were the ones that you watched or ones that you watched frequently enough to be like that's a christmas movie i enjoy i don't really know that i've ever had much you know regular oh this time of year let's watch this film kind of thing I know that they've, I guess still like some episodes of TV shows, like the Mr. Bean Christmas special, I remember. That's, that's a good one, that is a good one. Well, the any Simpsons Christmas ones. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Simpsons yeah. Christmases were great. Um, so no, not really movies, you don't have like Christmas Vacation, or... Die I mean, I've, I've seen every now... I've seen... What was that reaction? I said Die Hard. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Die, Die Hard. Hard. I remember la- one of the other times where I brought up Die Hard on the show, you, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> you were like, Die oh, Hard. You. the best Christmas movie ever made. Christmas with the Cranks, we already discussed it on the show. Yeah, I know we did. So, Saurabh, your history yes. with Jingle All The Way? I I would imagine similar to you. I've seen it many, many, many times. Um, I loved it. I still love it growing up. It was like, yeah, it was so much fun. It was great. I loved it. And I loved Arnie growing up, so it was... Yeah. You're a big Arnie fan. I, I still am a big Arnie fan. Do you have a favorite Arnie movie? We're, we're, we're making it real hard for you here. That's tough. I like um, Arnie Hall. Why? <laughs> I mean... I thought you were going to say, I like Arsenio Hall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Predator's pretty awesome, but I think, like, T2 is probably... T2? Yeah, it's the it's peak Arnie. Wrong true answer. Lies, true Lies as well, though. Wrong, you said it. wrong you said answer. It. You Around last the world time, in 80 days. Around, around the world <laughs> in 80 days. His yes. last movie before he gave Governor. That's the one. Your answer last time was Eraser. 
Was it? No. You I like, I love Eraser. I do love it, but that's not my, f I didn't say that was my favorite. You could detect I? fake IDs by just touching no, them. No, I love that. Yeah, that was, that's my favorite part of the movie is <laughs> like any movie. The guy hands him the fake IDs and he turns to his friends. He's like, check this out. And he puts him down on a table, just puts his fingers over him, and he's like, that one's the fake. <laughs> How the fuck did you know? Because it feels wrong, dude. So, yeah, my history is like uh, Saw Raps. I saw this on TV growing up a lot. Yeah. It's one of those movies, though, that rented I... Rented it from Blockbuster many times. Oh, I never rented it. Oh, really? Uh, no, it was just always on. Yeah, that is true. It was always it was on. Always Why on. did you need to rent it? There were just some movies that you didn't need to rent because that, they were no, just on so frequently. That is true. Um, but I never really remembered the name of it. I just remembered it more as that movie where Arnold was Turbo Man. Like, you Turbo, know, yeah, the Turbo Man movie. I remembered more the plot and the characters, but I didn't remember yeah, always right. specifically the name of it. And this was when you were a kid and you're not always remembering names of movies or looking them and up and being be like, yeah, that's Jingle true. All the I way. probably didn't know the name until I was, yeah, older. Mm. Uh, to be fair, on the IMDb trivia, it seems like every country calls this film a different thing. <laughs> yeah, we don't though. We still call it Jingle, Jingle All the Way. Well, we yeah, we're in an English-speaking country. Good. Well, we, Australia is renowned for changing titles of famous movies. Uh, yeah. Airplane is flying high, and yeah. so on and so forth. Mm. Uh, There's a great one that I remember when I was in the states. I, I really like the movie over here, which is called The Wrong Man. It's Ben Kingsley, Morgan yeah. Freeman, Bruce Willis, and Josh Hartnett, Lucy Liu. I really love that movie and I remember being in the States um, with family and I was like, we were going to the video store, we were going to rent something to watch that night and I was like, we got to see The Wrong Man. And I went to the video store, Is I asked for The Wrong Man. Lucky Number Slevin? Yeah, it's called Lucky Number Slevin over there, which I didn't know and the guy behind the counter looked like, looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. It's like how we have that movie where it's called like, Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah, and it was The Rundown. The Rundown, yeah. either way. So yeah, I've seen this movie a lot and then I grew up and it became this thing that people talked about like nostalgia critic and all these critics and people being like oh that terrible awful christmas movie about consumerism Idiots. and capitalism Idiots. and phil hartman's bringing in all this adult humor that shouldn't be there Idiots. and and sinbad's doing some weird crazy stuff bringing up rodney king it became this synonymous movie of if you want a good bad christmas movie this is like the only one or one of the few big blockbuster ones that people point to and i'm just like I remember that movie being great. I remember it being a fun romp when I was a kid. And then I watch it and I'm like, yeah, it has flaws. And yeah, it is, isn't like the greatest film ever made. But it's sure. also like, it is a fun Christmas adventure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Hijinks movie. Adventure. Yeah, there's a lot of adult humor in there that as an adult, I find really satisfying. And as a kid, I found it odd, but satisfying. Mm. I was like, why is... Why is Jim Belushi's character bringing up all these adult references or whatever as a kid? And I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter because Schwarzenegger just beats the crap out of him yeah, in a second exactly. later. Vern Troyer gets punched across a room, you know, that kind of a thing. So, Great. little buddy. <laughs> little buddy, yeah. And even as a kid, I recognized there was odd casting choices. Like, I was like, um, as a kid, I was like, hey, that's Troy McClure. <laughs> because he has such a recognizable voice so it was really odd to see Troy McClure you said that kind of like Troy McClure as well <laughs> yeah and I remember at that period of time Phil Hartman was in all my children's media he was in Simpsons mm. he was in this and he was in um, Small Soldiers yes, uh, yes. The, the, the one with the toys yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Small yeah, yeah yeah Small Soldiers no Small Soldiers yeah Small Soldiers I've seen that yeah. film a lot and, and he was so. in that and it was like one of his last things and and it was like oh Phil Hartman's just a kids entertainer and then I grew up and I'm like oh no he's he's he, just in yeah. everything as an entertainer. Well then you grew up and then he wasn't in everything. Well yeah you're right I didn't even have to grow up for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was already gone when I was like six. So 
Yeah, Jingle All the Way, a film that a lot of people don't like. It seems like we all enjoyed this film. I love this movie. Very much. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. Now, Bartek, I'm just curious with you. You grew up with this in terms of the what I just described, a lot of people kind of ragging on this movie, dissecting it, yeah. pointing at it and going, this is what's wrong with it. So, yeah, me watching this, it was, it was very much a case of like, all right, let's see if they're right or wrong. So... Did you, can you, did you manage to separate being able to view this as a movie on its own? Or did you still have some hangups of seeing it like, oh, this is the things that have been pointed out as bad? Because I think a lot of times with a lot of media on YouTube and stuff, when there's like good, bad movies, or they discuss movies and break them down. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to let that kind of infiltrate like your viewing experience Mm. of of a movie. How did you go with that dynamic? Did you get into the movie on its own merits, or do you think that you still had hang-ups? Honest, well, I wouldn't call it a hang-up, but both did happen. Like, oh, it's like I'd see a line or, or a thing that happens. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that being made fun of in a review I saw once. But also, I was laughing out loud throughout the film a lot, so it's not like it yeah. really bothered me. It, it was more like I was watching the film and also like debunking all the things that I had heard about it as I was watching it. Yeah, I think one of my big problems with this movie uh, is how it's been received over time. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's lots of things that don't add up anymore or that kind of thing. It's outdated because we have the internet. I always hate that when people review this movie. They're like, yeah. this movie's dumb because we have Amazon now. I'm like, yeah, but dude. That's not the point. And also, dude, this still happens sometimes. That's, that's... Like, there's still that Black Friday crazy people ripping as each other someone apart. someone who works in retail, I can tell you that happened this year. Exactly. So it, this film has a lot still going for it. But, you know, if you made it nowadays, you'd have Larry the Cable Guy, which they had in the <laughs> second one. <laughs> and it will be Wait, like. Did you say the second one? Yeah, they, they made, made a, a second one with. It's just a remake of the first one with Larry the Cable Guy. Earlier this decade or something? It was like three, four years ago. And it had Larry the Cable that. Guy, and it was a little girl instead of a little boy, and uh, someone else instead of Sinbad. Oh, no shit. So um, it's like direct video. Did the little girl play Pat? There's also a kindergarten cop, too. Like, it's a crazy I knew market. That. I, didn't, I didn't know that. With one. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> so, like, I think my biggest problem with this movie is not so much the movie itself, but more just how it's been received over time through the critical Same. lens of being like, this is inappropriate for kids, and this doesn't add up, and Schwarzenegger's not a funny guy. He can't do I think comedy. He's hilarious. He's been known to, he's always done well in comedy. Yeah, like, twins like, is Twins. Great. Very funny. In I mean, if all you know is like Terminator One, yeah, then maybe then, you'd yeah, think yeah. That. If you don't even know Terminator Two, where he just smiles. But even True Lies, and, he's he's funny in True Lies. There's moments yeah, where he's or funny. Predator even. Yeah. like some of the funniest around the world shit in eighty days. Around yeah. the world in eighty days. One, what's the one? What's Eraser. Not command, not command, no, not Commando. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's too many, dude. Yeah, you got to narrow it no, down. There's another one. It's the one where he rips the phone booth out of the wall in the shopping center. Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember what it is, but there's some funny moments in that too. Yeah, like, he's uh, a funny dude, and he's you know he. I think he, over someone like Stallone, who we've viewed his comedy f- works or one of his comedy things. Hey, Austin. I think for me personally, I think Stallone v. Arnie, in terms of comedy, I think Arnie has a better track record oh, for doing comedy. 100%. Although I think Stallone is kind of undervalued in comedy. I think if given the right material, he can do it, like mm. Demolition Man. But <laughs> Demolition Man's funny, man. I know it is. <laughs> You're laughing, thinking about it. But like, uh, I think Schwarzenegger balances the comedy here, but there was this one <laughs> nagging problem I have that I kind of have to agree with, which is he is, at the same time, Perfectly cast and terribly cast in this movie. (laughs) There's this point in which something snapped in my brain and I went, this would have made it a successful movie 
if it was Steve Martin. I could see Steve Martin being the guy who works at the was the furniture store selling yeah. couches or whatever mattresses and being like angry and not really respecting his family and then like learning so I could see Steve Martin in the mm-hmm. 90s after doing something like parenthood doing this. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time you need Schwarzenegger to lift up two guys with one hand and also, be, I I pretend know. to be a policeman yeah, and, 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 and I, I fight Sinbad that, and be, be Turbo Man. Yeah, I don't know that Steve Martin would have looked as good in the Turbo Man suit. But then at the same time, the movie struggles with the fact that it wants you to relate to him as just like this average guy who's just like, <laughs> you know, not at Arnold all. Uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, the movie Mr. Also, Olympia. Uh, that's the thing. The movie, con- that's what I mean. It's perfect, but it's also wrong because the movie contradicts itself. Like sometimes it wants you to be like, oh, Schwarzenegger is just like this poor hapless guy who Sinbad can easily beat in a fight. Like, like you know, Sinbad can beat him. But then Phil Hartman will be like, you can't bench press your way out of yeah. this one. And you're like, so which which is it? Are we going to acknowledge that he's an Austrian Superman? Or are we going to play it off like he's like some kind of schlub? And it's not like Schwarzenegger can't play schlubs. He has. But Mm. like, it's which one do you want? Yeah. Yeah. I noticed (laughs) when he said the bench press arm, I'm like, hang on a second. It's a great line. (laughs) I've used that line so many times. You said to me, you can't bench press your (laughs) way. I say the exact same way he does too. Where It's like they're very kind of... Phil Hartman in this movie... With his character, he has very feminine, uh, feminine deliveries to some lines. Mm-hmm. And one thing that really bugged me, one technical thing, is when they redo the voiceover of him saying, and I nestled it so snugly under the Christmas tree, like the present, mm. it's a different audio delivery to what he said in the actual oh, scene. Because yeah. when he actually delivered in the actual scene, it was very smug and very like... And I nestled it safely under the tree. And it, mm. then, then the delivery on the ADR is more plain. And I'm like... Yeah, right. Come on, guys. It's, yeah, it's always a pet peeve of mine when they do that. <laughs> Phil Hartman nailed it the first time. So, Sorab, yes. being a kid, mm-hmm. watching this movie, mm-hmm. what were the things that drew you into it that kept you engaged? And are those things still prevalent in watching it as an adult? Yeah, I think... Well, I think the thing that kept me engaged was... I As a kid, I thought Turbo Man was awesome. You wanted a Turbo Man? I wanted a Turbo Man. You never watched Power Rangers? (laughs) Well, that's that's why, because I was a big Power Rangers fan, and Turbo Man looked like Power Rangers, and and I later found out was based on Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. So, like, that that kept me engaged. Also, I I loved Arnie as a kid. I wanted to to be Arnie. I loved Arnie. And so he kept me engaged. What Arnie movies did you watch as a kid? My parents let me watch, like... Ditto. Yeah, anything. Like, anything. I mean, so I, had I think seen, of Arnie as a kid. I, I think had of... seen True Lies. I had seen Terminator 2. I had seen... Ditto. Um, Kindergarten I, Cop? I, yeah, I'd seen definitely seen Kindergarten Cop. I'm pretty sure I'd seen some of Conan <laughs> when I was a kid. So, like... <laughs> James Earl Jones yeah, turns into a snake. Yeah. yeah, like, my parents had let me see a bunch of shit. They were, they were okay. If there was anything that they didn't want me to see, they'd just close my, cover my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Or fast forward through it. Yeah, or fast forward through it. I didn't know that the opening of Lethal Weapon was a naked prostitute <laughs> committing suicide. Until I was like seventeen and rewatching it, and I was like, "Hey, I've never seen this before." Because yeah. they always fast forward it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. So like that that always kept me engaged. Um, and I just I loved the now looking at it, I love the the pursuit. Like he's he's just trying to do something nice for his kid. Yeah, and that's a very. I mean, I don't have a kid, but I like I can empathize. You empathize with, that. with yeah, the journey, you can and with that. and that that struggle to get something, yeah. and there's just 
it feels impossible yeah. to get this thing that you want. Like when Schwarzenegger holds the Turbo Man yeah. doll, it's like the most genuinely happy I've ever seen him in a movie. That's like it. I don't think he has ever been happier. Like in my brain, with how well he delivered that genuine joy. I can imagine Schwarzenegger in real life holding his newborn baby and not having as much joy as when he got that Turbo <laughs> Man. Who were like, ah, no, and just puts it down and be like, yeah. give me a Turbo Man. Already got an illiterate one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the woman gives birth to a Turbo Man door and is like, yes. <laughs> just like holding it and stroking it. He's like, yes. And he pumps it in the air. And it has an umbilical cord, but it's like a power point cable for as much yeah. yeah for as much shit as he went through throughout the film when he was in that suit and everyone was clapping and he got the doll he was like oh man yeah, yeah. but also if you uh, if you watch the end of that movie and when his son gives the doll to Sinbad to, you if your shocked. heart doesn't melt a little bit you're dead inside I'm well, sorry well admittedly when I was a child I was like why the hell would you want to give it to him because it's like from Jake Lloyd's perspective and I was a kid I was like, that guy's a nut job. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, as yeah. an adult, I can understand well, from a script writing perspective, you mm. need that neat little line of, why would I want the toy I when I got the real Turbo Man at home? Yeah. Which is cheesy, but it's delivered he re- so he, he really honestly. Wanted, he really wanted the booster. Yeah. We all hate booster. booster. A kid literally, I think, screams when they all dogpiled him. Fag. <laughs> Someone calls him <laughs> fag. I swear, if my if it's not, it's some word with ag. I hope it's like some very some other word with ag. Well, 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 sure. They screaming. What would they scream? Tag. Get out of here, you tag. Tag. You're it, booster. My like, favorite. They were screaming like, "Get out of here, you something ag." And I'm like, I think, and I swear, I heard fag. And I'm like, this <laughs> is honest, the '90s, so they the would 90s, have. It's very possible. It. I kind of want it to be fag, just because we could say that both our Christmas films had the word in it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Bartek, having not grown up with this film, having not that much of a sentimental attachment to it, would you say if you did see this as a kid, this would have been one of those ones that would have stayed with you? Yeah, I think there are some pretty solid comedy moments in it that would make it worth revisiting. Are you an Arnie fan? Not as big as you guys, but I've always enjoyed him when I see him in films. And I'm not even as big as Sorab. Like we just said that at the start of the episode. I know, I'm still, I'm, I'm still looking at the arms. I'm literally the height of Danny DeVito. He's Schwarzenegger, I'm Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, 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 he's Turbo Manual Booster. <laughs> and I guess I'm Jake Lloyd. We all know who the, the guy who played Booster was? No, I don't when I looked at him, he looked familiar. But he, then he... he does a million voices, but he's known for being um, in Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> there was a movie with him where he was in a movie with Gary Busey, who was playing a dog. And um, there's a bit in the movie where they're like celebrating that guy's 30th birthday and he was literally 54 in real life and they were playing it like dead straight, like happy 30th birthday. And he's like, thank you, (laughs) with that voice. So you think this could have, you're not as huge of an Arnie fan. With Arnie, what do you feel about his comedy chops? Have you seen much of his implementation of comedy? I've seen some. The, the, bi- the two big things that I watched of him growing up were the first two Terminators. So when I did see him in comedies and, like, he wasn't putting on the monotone voice, it, it always really, like, resonated with me. Like, oh, wow, he's, he's very human here. Yeah. Um, he smiles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And not creepily. Yeah. I know I've seen Eraser at some point, but it, it was only one time on TV long ago, so I've I seen it many can't times. remember yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I've seen Kindergarten Cop, I think, maybe twice. I have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Kindergarten Cop. Twins? Great. Twins is another one I haven't seen. Oh, you should watch Twins. 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 Is great. 
Not Junior, Danny DeVito. No, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> Emma Thompson's in that, though, if you're curious. <laughs> well, I don't know. Nostalgia Critic reviewed both this and Junior, and he didn't like either, so... Well, he was wrong, and he stole from us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, dog. Hey, literally, the first Christmas episode we did was the one that he stole from, right? Allegedly. So, um... You're the one that's always being definitive about it, now you're being alleged? <laughs> Allegedly. So, um... The thing about this movie that I find so interesting as a staple of a children's comedy movie is the supreme amount of adult humor that is in mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. that people now have a problem with. And I'm like, as a kid, I loved when there was adult things in there. I loved yeah, when there was these mature things that, you know, I I, you know, I was a pretty observant kid. I, I could pick up on what was happening in a lot of things. And as a kid, like, I observed things that was happening here. Like, I knew what Phil Hartman was about as a kid. I knew what his whole game was. Mm-hmm. But did I find it funny? Yes. Did I find that it didn't always want to cater to me just being a Jake Lloyd dumb boy who wants to get mm-hmm. a Turbo Man? I like that. But it seems like a lot of times now... When uh, we look back at these movies, there's that criticism of, oh, they're using this harsh language and all oh, this. And it's yeah, just like, man. so? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I completely agree with you. There, of course, has to be a line in the sand where you draw it. Like, you know, like with some, you go, okay, like they Kindergarten Cobbed mm-hmm. really should be a movie that you watch when you're more near 10, maybe, but not when yeah. you're like five. But it seems yeah. like when you pitch that movie, it seems like, a six-year-old could enjoy Kindergarten right. Cop, but then you realize, yeah. oh, it's actually like a real cop drama. It's a cop, no, yeah. it's a cop movie. <laughs> Emphasis yeah, on yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, because I remember seeing it when I was quite young, and I loved it, but the scene, and it still stuck with me, <laughs> when Arnie's asleep on his desk, and he has that dream of the villain in the rain yeah, yeah. outside. That scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, or even stuff like uh, some of Adam Sandler's comedies. You know, yeah. they think like, oh, and you could look back and go, well, Billy Madison has a lot of full-on stuff. Like, but like, as kids, we love it. We, we didn't uh, yeah, care. No, I love, I, I love it. But also, I think there's a a thing that, I mean, Jingle All the Way is a bit different. Jingle All the Way, I think, is marketed as a family movie. Mm. But like Billy Madison. Just because it has kids in it doesn't mean it's a kid's movie. And Adam Sandler's acting like a kid and yeah, is popular exactly, with kids. Exactly. That doesn't mean that it is a kid's movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a comedy, I think. And I think that Yeah. I mean, it's rated you, M you, here. Does that give you an idea of what it is? What one? Billy Madison. Billy oh, yeah, Billy Madison. Yeah, what, is, what is Jingle All the Way rated over here? Uh, PG. PG? Yeah. I'd imagine and so, that, yeah. But that's what it should be. guidance. You know, yeah, he punches a reindeer. Kids don't do that. Or else the reindeer will go, ow. <laughs> Which is my favorite part of the movie is that the reindeer that, says, ow, after this, being punched in the face. To this day, and I think I told you this earlier, to this day, I know the names of all the reindeer because of this movie. Because of the scene where Arnie, for the radio contest, and he's yeah, running yeah. through the street, he just keeps Dasha, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Carmen, Cupid, Thunder, Blitz, and Dasha, Dancer. If I grew up with this, I'd know their names. Over yeah. and over and over again. And I love, too, with this movie, when it comes to the adult humor, there's some of it that's still very shocking as an adult, like, especially post 9-11, which I don't often flag. Oh, yeah. But Sinbad having <laughs> bombs and fil- bombing that, buildings yeah. and, like, the policemen are all okay, but he has his hands bandaged up. And yet, at the same time, it wants to also be, like, realistic about its violence. I loved, I laughed so hard. Mm-hmm. When um the, the the little guy from Seinfeld grabbed out his taser, the uh, guy from Seinfeld, <laughs> the, Mickey from Seinfeld, Mickey from Seinfeld grabbed out his taser and he tased Schwarzenegger, but he tased him directly in the taint. Yeah. like that was 
I, 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 I didn't notice that as a kid. I just thought like, yeah. oh, he just tases him in the butt or something. Where but he can he reach. genuinely goes for the taste. <laughs> and I'm just like, I find that. How painful would that be? Oh, yeah, no. That's You're getting shocked in. Oof, that would the, be... first, the first two big laughs I had in the film were two completely different characters just turning around. Oh, yeah? What one? Well, the first one was Turbo Man because he was doing the thing of like, oh, he can't turn his neck, I guess. Yeah, yeah doing the Batman. <laughs> doing yeah. the Batman, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then shortly after when it's at the karate thing and like <laughs> one of the ladies is talking to Phil Hartman and is like, oh, could you fix my porch? And then he just like slowly turns yeah. to Rita Wilson. This is like, look of like, that was really sexual, but like, what are you trying to do there? He's, he's showing his yeah. dominance. Rita Wilson, I'm glad you know the actress's name. I remember yeah, the credits. I, that was She's yeah. Tom Hanks' wife. So um, there you go. Oh, really? Fun fact. Tom Hanks' wife. I called her Rita Wilson because I can't remember her character's name. Liz. Liz, that's it. How can you forget? They all say each other's names a million times. Do you remember? Jamie. 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 And let's well, yes, forget, but I've seen Borat. And so. let's not forget <laughs> that his name is Howard because all of her lines literally boil down to... Damn you, Howard. Damn you, Howard. <laughs> that's it. That, that's exactly... I was saying this to you yesterday, yeah. sorry. I was like, how can you forget? Damn, damn you, Howard. Howard. All of her lines are just boiled down to... God damn it, Howard. Or damn you, Don't Howard. Don't apologize to me. Howard. Poor Howard. Howard. He's just trying to get a Does he look away. like a Howard? <laughs> no, he... No. no. I was going to say no. He looks like and think of an Austrian name, but I couldn't think of it. Arnold. Arnold is the perfect name for him. Like, yeah, my other only... my other choice was yeah. Adolf. So. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Gunther. <laughs> um, I don't I, think that's Austrian. I think it's, it's good enough. It's close enough. <laughs> it's good enough. Close I enough. was going to argue with you, but then you didn't, Arnold. It's good enough. So <laughs> it's good enough. Get to the job. In a lot of his movies, there's always like that famous line that he delivers. And Schwarzenegger did one of those videos where he breaks down his career, and he talked about this movie. Mm. And he talked about like a lot of his comedy comes from the fact that he just says words weirdly because of his accent. Like the "it's not a tumor" line yeah. was not considered to be a funny line yeah. when they did it, but it's like the most iconic line from that movie. Oh, who is your daddy, and who, what does he do? And <laughs> one of the funniest lines in this movie that's been picked up and taken out of context is, "I'm not a pervert." In a kids movie, hearing Big Schwarzenegger in, in a in like you know in a ball pit with children being like another pervert, and the and like I think one of the like other ones is just like um any like any lines he delivers to Sinbad is iconic. Like everything <laughs> he says to him is just great, and of course the obvious one is yeah I was waiting for it. Put that cookie down! Place the cookie on the table. (laughs) Which is iconic (laughs) in itself. But I wanted to bring up the pervert line because that's more iconic in the typical way where you get Schwarzenegger lines and make a super clip. Well, put the cookie down is like, let's remix it into a beat. (laughs) Yeah. Which is... Would you, Bartek, have watched the Turbo Man show like Saurabh? If it was a real show, would you have watched it as a kid? I wasn't a Power Rangers no, fan, was so I? probably not. But I mean, but I believe that this. I've seen it. <laughs> I just didn't like it. I mean, I know a lot of criticisms that people have about this film are that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have like a critical perspective on like consumerism and all that. <laughs> like it, I, I know that. It, that's one of the pe- things that Bartek, people... Bartek, can- I- what's a socioeconomic <laughs> statement being made by Arnold Schwarzenegger's socio-political thriller <laughs> jingle on the way? The thing that bugs me the most about the way people talk about movies nowadays is that they're like, oh, well, what's the message that they're sending about our society? And I'm like, it's a movie about a dad 
trying to get a toy for his kid. It doesn't need a socio-political... It's not that Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but Sora... I mean? so like, but Sora, we live in a society. Yeah, I don't care. No, <laughs> I want to be entertained. I don't need a, a preachy statement. Yeah, every I agree. Movie. But what, what I'm saying is this film doesn't have a, like, you know, a moral around that, yeah. nor does it parody it. But I think that the Turbo Man thing is sort of like a parody of all those like it things. Is. That no, that is true. Yeah. Like the, the the big fads. And I think even if yes. the people want to give the effort to it, the film does have a statement about consumerism, capitalism, and all that. In which look what it turned these people into. There comes a point in which this this consumeristic greed makes Schwarzenegger steal a child's toy underneath their Christmas that tree, true. and that's the point in the movie where he goes, well, "I can't be like that." And that's the difference between him and Sinbad. Yeah. They've both been driven by this market Sinbad to this day because of consumerism is still lamenting the fact that he didn't get a toy when he was a child mm-hmm. these are things that people don't want to point out what they want to point out is instead of that scene being about how sad Sinbad is they want to point and laugh at when they get Jake Lloyd to dress up as Sinbad and drink from a thing that's what people splice out they splice yeah. out the whole theory the whole the whole yeah. motivation and the sad the background, whole characterization the whole yeah. characterization of, of this or like the fact that Schwarzenegger and Sinbad will will keep reuniting with one another and be friendly until the need to get the product yeah. comes into play and then they will rip each other's throats yeah. out these yeah. are the things that people don't want to really mention in terms of this is how it's critiquing it it's just because at the end the wife doesn't stand there and go howard i guess you learned at the end of the day that a child's toy <laughs> is not the thing that you need to fill a child's heart or they it's already that- pretty thick with the kid being like why would i need the toy when i got the real one at home uh, and also and yet people still <laughs> walk away from this going that movie loves consumerism yeah I mean, Sinbad's yeah, own, like exactly. first few lines are actually well, he probably improvised it, but he actually does mention the whole consumerism thing. Oh, you don't think he improvised? Are you thinking that he might have improvised it? Rodney King, Rodney King. <laughs> there was a bit where I just kept playing a bingo game of how these connect to movies we've done before. Like, mm-hmm. like, ding, there's this actor, ding, there's that director, ding. He mentioned Rodney King and Falling Down was filmed when Rodney King riots were happening. And like, ding, 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 like all these things. I was just like. This movie is like at the center of a web of all these things that we've mentioned or recently done it's, or done on the, the show. It's the nucleus. It's the nucleus of the show. Yeah. yeah. And it's like in this movie in which Schwarzenegger punches Vern Troyer across the room. Like Vern Troyer's in it. He was Wait, in Wait, wasn't of course... the wrestler that punched Vern Troyer? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He he kicked him earlier in the movie. Um, <laughs> sorry. How could I misinterpret that? Uh, and then, of course, we had Vern Troyer on when we had you on Sorab for mm-hmm. Love Guru. And it's yep. just like, oh, look, Vern Troyer is here. I miss that guy. Uh, and he's uncredited, <laughs> just like. I mean, I saw his name in the credits. So oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. So well, when I read the B, they said it's uncredited. Yeah, so. I was, like when the tr- credits were happening, I was like vaguely glancing back and forth, and then I see his name, like, oh, I guess he was one of the elves. And I read the trivia, and it's like uncredited. Oh, you didn't like, recognize him immediately? I guess I was looking at the big muscly man. He <laughs> appeared earlier <laughs> in the scene when we first get introduced to the Sanders. He was the first Santa we meet smoking a big fat cigar, but he's like a little. Little guy sitting on top of a present. I'm like, that's Van Troyer, like immediately. Right. Well, <laughs> like, he, there he is. Well, yeah. don't worry, he is credited. He's like right near the end of the actors. But yeah. Do you find it odd that most of the movies we've had with Sorab have had Van Troyer appear? We've got Bubble Boy. Mm. We've, we've got Love Guru, now this. Yeah, no shit. Friday's that's the only true. one. And um, oh, bedtime, uh, bedtime stories. stories. Well, we don't know. Adam Sandler could have just been two Van Troyer standing on top of each other. We also didn't have Sorab on when we did. um baby's day out in which he was the uncredited baby uh, insulted how could you <laughs> stunt double so that's yeah, our most viewed episode I, 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 I think that's the thing that really bugs me is 
now we live in this thing in which a lot of media, kids' media has to be more, it feels like with this kind of thing, a message movie. Yeah. They have to be more overt and people will be like, hey, it's too overt or oh, mm. blah, blah, blah. But with a movie like this in which it's more about just the fun romp with a light message about, hey, consumerism can turn you into bloodthirsty animals. Yeah. People walk away can going... turn you into a villain. Sinbad literally, like... Ani becomes the hero at the end, and Sinbad it turns into a superhero. They movie res- and the, it's the hero and the they, villain. They mimic the what the show is happening. Yeah, exactly. Ta ta, Turtle Man. Yeah. That scene in which it zooms in on Sinbad's teeth, mm. and he says Ta ta, Turtle Man. I've never seen such perfect teeth in my life. <laughs> His teeth are amazing. I just kept looking like every when I was a kid, I was like that guy has incredible. Incredibly white teeth and perfectly aligned teeth. And I was like, Sinbad, if your teeth are still like that, good on you, man. You need to reenact it just for everyone. Just like a stage. So we can see if your teeth are still like that. Sinbad, Sinbad has been coming back in things. Just slowly. He was in It's Always Sunny a couple of times. Okay. As himself. That's cool. Wait a second. His name begins with S and ends with bad. Sorab. Psycho bad. Sorry, but you said that. That's that's my secret identity. I am Sinbad. It's true. Yeah, he, he's tall like Sinbad. They originally wanted. Um, oh yeah, someone shorter. Who was it again? Uh, someone absurd. Joe Pesci. They wanted Joe Pesci right. yeah. as the Sinbad character. Think about him as Sinbad's character. I, I would watch that. That would be they quite funny. He was too small. That would be quite funny. I would have loved it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of comedy being uh, flung around in this movie. What were some of the big comedy moments that hit for us now as adults, Sorab? Um, oh man, I mean this the scene with the with with all the little people is very funny. That's great. Um, with Jim Belushi. Yeah, with Jim credit Belushi. as James Belushi, which is always yeah, wrong. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But um, it's his stage name, James. <laughs> his friends call him Jim. No shit. Well, there you go. His stage name, James Belushi. I apologize. I called him Jim just then. Brother of John. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to presume that I am his friend. I, I apologize. You're not. He's JB. Not. No, JB. That's to his very close friends. Is JB. <laughs> and yeah. his and to his business rivals, he's JB Hi-Fi. So. <laughs> yeah. No. That that scene is hilarious. I think that anything, any moment, um, the ball pit always gets me. The ball pit. I don't know why. Arnie in a ball pit and that shot where he comes out and roaring. It's just really funny. He's got such a weird face. Not weird, but no, he doesn't have a weird face. He's, he's Especially when he was younger, he was quite handsome, but he has this animation on his face. He's like a cartoon sometimes. His eyes, his mouth, it's, it's incredible. And this is the guy that played the T-800. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's incre- It really is incredible that he can do he, He's not afraid those. to so emote. That, that moment is great. But I Strong mean, my favorite, my favorite moment in the movie, watching it now, my favorite moment when I was a kid was, of course, the end and the big fight, and I love that. But my favorite moment now was the scene in the diner. Yeah, yeah. With him and Sinbad. It's amazing. It. It's a great scene. I think and then you really have the, the guy who owns the diner just being like, get out, like, kind of like, get out, get, like, it's down the road, yeah, but like, yeah. kind of get out is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. You've broken my phone already. I exactly. love when he jams his hand in the, in the phone booth door yeah. and his Sinbad's like genuinely like, ah, ah like screaming like genuine <laughs> yeah. pain. And I'm like, that is so odd for a movie like this. One of my favorite moments, of course, is any scene where Phil Hartman turned up. Yeah, he was. He was uh, especially the tree trimming scene the, is yeah, great. I loved the 
what I love about this movie is a subtlety. That, and it's not even that subtle, but for a movie like this, you just go, oh, that's an interesting touch where it's like, you know, he's divorced and look, it did great wonders for my dad and he's a great dad. And he's like given this facade that he's this great guy who's nice and we all know that he's not and then when he burns his hand on the cookie yeah yeah and he, he like breaks. and he breaks the character mm-hmm. and you understand immediately this is what he's actually like mm-hmm. and then he goes back even when he's slammed in the face at the end he doesn't break again that's the only time where he breaks that character that and maybe the push-up uh bench press line bench like press kind of line, yeah. bench pressing wow this one he's a little bit more like yeah, yeah antagonistic fuck you. Yeah, but yeah. i mean he's very antagonistic every other time with schwarzenegger like when he comes home and he's putting up the lights yeah and he's just like no no christmas lights. how thoughtful, how thoughtful <laughs> of you mm-hmm. <laughs> and i loved every scene he was in i loved just when he was uh you know basically uh, uh, anytime he was interacting with Rita Wilson and there's that bit where he puts a hand on the shoulder and they're like swaying to the Christmas mm-hmm. carols and she's yeah, yeah. like yep mm-hmm. nope I don't want that and you're like and he's like alright yep, yep and he's the kind of guy where you just go you know he, at the end of the movie he'll just pick himself back up and just keep going like yeah. he has no yeah. nothing will stop him like he's he's the Terminator <laughs> in this movie he's the Terminator <laughs> of this movie and you know there's something iconic about just Phil Hartman's look in this movie like the glasses and the sweaters he's like an evil Ned Flanders he's like an evil Ned Flanders and yeah. that's great because you know I would have loved to have seen that episode of The Simpsons where Troy McClure plays evil Ned Flanders in an episode <laughs> <laughs> you may remember me from Killer How Doodly Doodly Do um, any scene with Phil Harmon is amazing, but one scene I I lost my shit at is when Sinbad <laughs> pepper sprays Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, yeah. and then when Schwarzenegger gets a little car and drives it and makes him fall over, oh, and yeah. then the clincher. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard Schwarzenegger say. When you have that close-up shot of him leaning over Sinbad, he goes, "Oh." Poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, did someone fall over? Poor, poor baby. And left. And I was like, that was his gotcha line. No, like, that was his Schwarzenegger action one-liner. That was like his, you know, poor stick baby. around. Yeah. That was his That was his one for this. I was no, oh, poor baby. And I just love the idea of you as a child. Are you saying... Schwarzenegger <laughs> sucking you in and calling you baby. Baby. <laughs> Are you saying it wasn't, I'm your father? No. <laughs> um, and... I love the climax scene, like yeah, the, the, the parade yeah. scene, the ludicrous nature of a jetpack that functions accurately. <laughs> and the great line from that one guy who just like, and, and we heard good news. The doctor said he had brain activity this morning. Yeah. And, that, and that's a good sign. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Or like Booster, the guy who plays Booster, just like every line he was spitting out. And just like how cruel everyone is to Booster. Or the fact that Chris Parnell's in this. Yeah. As the guy at the store who's like, you, you want a Turbo Man doll, do you? <laughs> gets like the other guy over and he's like what's wrong he wants a turbo man and they're all like laughing at him or the fact that Martin Mull's in this he was in cutting class as the dad and he's in it as the radio disc jockey guy with the mm. long ponytail and the fact that he looks like that yes. and also he looks like Martin Mull with that mustache and those glasses and it's like why does he look like uh... and then he'd be like whoa 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 you thought we had the toy I never said that. I was like, I never said that. And they're like, you did it. No, 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 I did not. And my other favorite line, other than "Oh, baby, this movie has weird line deliveries and Phil Hartman's doing them on purpose. It seems with some of them, like Schwarzenegger and the cop. He has this one line delivery that cracked me up where he sees his motorcycle is broken and he goes, oh, my little mirror. 
<laughs> and I just don't know why he said that or yeah. why he said it like that. Like I don't the know why. Little, it's like affectionate. <laughs> like, 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 like that's my favorite part. <laughs> like, like, and, it, and it wasn't even that emotional. It was just like, yeah. huh, my little mirror. It's like, why is he? broken about this like like that's what that's the, out of all the things Schwarzenegger did to him the bomb the coffee everything that's the thing that broke him like like, like that's even right. early on and he's already broken the by that point and it's just so weirdly delivered that it sticks in my brain and I just go my little mirror it's very similar to a movie we did on the mystery box where the guy's like soy milk for Christ's sake well that's in the upcoming episode um, Bartek, what about you? You've you got an eye for comedy. Any other big comedic moments or set pieces or little well, you took the one I things? Was, you took the one I was going to say while you guys were talking. Oh, Little Mirror? When, Sorry. When, no, no, when he grabs the remote controller <laughs> for, for the RC car. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really, yeah. I mean, I laughed so much during this film, but I, I've said all the big ones. I'm struggling to remember all the little ones, but... Yeah. Well, we've got the cookie down scene. Cookie down scene. <laughs> cookie, cookie down scene. <laughs> the best part of that is not just Schwarzenegger, but Phil Hartman just bringing it for what it's oh, worth yeah. <laughs> just and think about it from a film perspective it's just phil hartman on set by himself and he just has to deliver it like like schwarzenegger's on the other end and i know how he's reacting yeah and he's got to be like mm, these cookies <laughs> i liked also um when <laughs> when when schwarzenegger bought the the grocery bag oh, not the grocery but the bag from the lady and she bought a booster yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly I, I found the booster gag really funny throughout the film but they drop it after like a you know two-thirds point then they bring it back with the guy playing booster. yeah the so actual it, booster guy so it's like they took a break from it and brought it back they, they didn't want to they didn't want to wear you down with the booster guy no, yeah. so they didn't want you to be like why does everyone hate booster i love um but i mean from the like first five seconds of the film you get like oh cool guy and, and this booster. Pink <laughs> yeah thing? this pink saber-toothed tiger yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what's that about because that's what those shows were like back then that's true hey Power Rangers. He's a guy made out of gold, and he's a gorilla. Golda. Very, very Japan inspired. They always have like weird psychic. Kind of yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Based in some yeah, mythology yeah. or something or other. Mm. Uh, nothing else you can think of. You didn't like the end credits gag. Oh, th- yeah. I kept reading that that was a post credits gag, but on my copy, it happened before credits. So, aha. Bartek, last episode I told him we were watching specifically the theatrical cut. You oh. watched the TV cut in which there's some yeah. scenes are extended and they have that at the end and not at the post credits. Oh, okay. So some scenes are just a little longer or a little bit chucked in. You know, it's okay, but it's just like the pacing is a bit tighter in I the compl- theatrical I cut. I completely forgot about that. I didn't have a problem with the cut I watched, but if it, if there's a better cut, then you know, all more power to this. It's just film's like existence. three minutes difference, or okay. like four, three, four or five minutes. I'm really difference. curious to see what it was then. I think there's something about like the 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 mole Santas have some more scenes or more little moments than they do in the theatrical cut. In the theatrical cut, do they sing? No. Okay. So you have stuff like that where... They had a whole song. Yeah, so you have a little bit more weird stuff that they just trimmed. Can we talk about the most best scene in the movie, which is when he pretends to be a policeman (laughs) and gets out of there and he uses the fact that... See, this is a scene where they use the fact that he's Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, yeah. And that you believe that he would get away with that. But like at the same time, but then later, they're like, he can't even grab a ball in the air. Like, he he has no dexterity. But at the same time, he, he can be like... I've been under the cover for three years. He's, he's, he's whatever the plot needs him to be. 
But it's amazing. It is amazing. It's great. How did you feel about when he pretended and as a to kid, be? A... I gotta say, as a kid, that never entered my mind. No. Like you, when he can't grab the ball, I'm not like he's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like that never entered. Your mind I, it did in ever. my mind as a kid. Really? I was like, because in the shot, there's like 15 balls just coming towards yeah, the edge, yeah. but he doesn't yeah, even no, no, do no. this. But he that, doesn't but, even do yeah, this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, come yeah. on. But that's not because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like if any actor couldn't grab the ball, I'd be like, why can't you grab the ball? It's not. Just there were some I could believe. Like, if it was Martin Short, I would totally believe that he would not be able to do it like that. Yeah, this film's set in a universe where people can't grab balls. Unlike Baby's Day Out, where people can't look down. <laughs> this is the same universe, except for in this city, they can't grab balls. That's it, yeah. I loved, um, yeah, I loved when he pretended to be a policeman. What about you, Bartek? Did you already know about that bit of the movie, or did it come as a little surprise? I know, there were a couple of things that I did not remember from the pop culture Osmos thing. I forgot all about the, the Santa ring. <laughs> I, I forgot about the here's to you, Dad thing, or I didn't know about it. <laughs> Um, the, 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 the post or pre-credits gag, I didn't, I forgot that. So there, there were nice surprises. So even when I knew things like, oh, the damn you Howard, or when she like bobs mm. her head down, it's like, you got the thing, right? Yeah, there were things I recognized, still found them funny, and I was still, you know, looking for the whole thing of like, all right, is this really as bad as people say it is? But honestly, it's just a fun film yeah. Yeah. overall. Like, I, you, this is one of those films that you just should not take seriously if you want to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Before before I started watching the film, like I, I look, I watched it online. I had to Google it, and one of the first things you get when you Google a film is like you know the the sidebar being With like the rating, the, the and ratings, and, and there yeah. were like ones out of fives. There was like oh. a five like out a, of ten. Yeah. They're like they were like surprisingly low for how you know, fun I've heard this film is, I'm like, oh, well, is there actually, like, some genuinely bad stuff in this film? Like, beyond yeah. it just being, it like... It is a, not. It's I a mixture. I don't think. Did you find, watching it for the first time, that there was anything genuinely bad in it? No, like, I, like yeah. Ryan said at the beginning of this episode, there are some, like, iffy things in the film, but I, yeah. overall, I I had a lot of big laughs, like, and I honestly exactly. haven't had that in a while. I was going to say, like, I wanted to get into some negatives if we had any. My negatives are more technical things, or just things that I feel like are just... You know, we've seen enough of like. I would have liked it if Rita Wilson actually had something to do, mm-hmm. like like her yeah. being the straight person against Phil Hartman's great and all. But like, you know, she's just the wife who says, "Damn you, Howard," yeah, and yeah. like never gives him a chance or anything, or like that kind of thing. Or I there's just weird editing choices where I go, "Oh, okay, that's kind of giving off an impression that's different." Like they have the comedy cut of. She's like, no, your dad's not gonna miss your 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 karate thing. He's he, you know, he's just busy at work, and it cuts to a raucous Christmas party, mm-hmm. and that gives you the impression of, oh no, he's a shitty dad. He's a shitty dad. But then yeah. it's him in his office working, working and yeah. you're like, why didn't you cut to maybe a f- his hand grabbing the dial of ringing phone, mm-hmm. and then him grabbing and talking and being like really serious? But instead, you get this weird like, yeah juxtaposition of oh no he's not like that and it kind of yeah. throws you for You're a little like, oh, while he's still at work isn't he oh a party oh no yeah. he's working oh he's actually <laughs> working yeah no that's true and then there are some things that you know even with a silly movie like this that you go oh this only exists so that you can get this scene to happen like I get annoyed every time when I watch it was well, like well, why are they just dumping the kids off and not like why isn't Rita Wilson getting out with the two young children to go mm. to the parade it's because they need her to be in the scene with Phil Hartman oh, yeah, where right. they ha- yeah, have their point. face off and Schwarzenegger sees it Right. Yeah. that kind of stuff always bothered me when I was a kid where I was like my mum wouldn't leave me just by myself as like and well, how old is Jake Lloyd in this like what like six seven years old 
Like, this is what got him Star Wars. George yeah, Lucas th- saw this, th- and, yeah. and he's, like, what, eight years old in Star Wars? I, th- I think he was, like, nine in Star Wars. So this is I a few years. Seven, this, so he was seven in this. Seven, seven, seven in this. Yeah, yeah. seven yeah. in this, or maybe yeah. six, even. And it's just I think like, I read that he was born in 89, so if this was 96, then, yeah, seven. And and it's yeah. just, like, and that's when this was released, not even filmed. So even, well, you know, yeah, right. so then, yeah, there you go. And it's just, like, can you imagine, as uh, uh, like, the idea of, like, oh, yeah, a bunch dumped these six years, six year olds off at this public parade with a bunch of strangers and we drove off for a five minute chat over here where we're not near them and can see mm. them it always bugged me as a kid like it was just because and as an adult now i understand it's because they need this scene to take place in yeah. which phil hartman yeah, gets yes. his comeuppance yes. and, and it's that, kind of like lame yeah now that you mentioned if the scene was triggered by may like uh, this still wouldn't be right parentally but if like the 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 separation was triggered by one of the parents as like a ploy to like oh let's talk about that dramatic thing that just happened mm. at your house that made have that maybe would have made more sense, but it was brought up by the kids being like, "Oh, can we get out now?" Yeah, and then yeah. They, they try and have the cake and eat it too. It's just kind of a bummer. There comes a point too when, um, in all movies, you have the low point when they hit the low point, mm-hmm. yeah. and in most movies, I find that kind of annoying. In this one, I don't mind it because the low point really hits when he fucks over Phil Hartman's house and kicks mm-hmm. the head through the thing, and he's like drinking with the reindeer that he just punched, mm-hmm. and then. But then that leads to the diners, you know, yep, like leads exactly. all to these fun scenes. So it's like the low point lasts for like one scene, and then it's like, okay, let's pick ourselves back up and yeah, get like back two at half this. Scenes, really, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like great. I was a bit like, you know, sometimes you get that feeling when the music starts going all sad, and you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah, and you don't really have like a comedy moment during that low point. They just bring themselves back. I guess up the and comedy the moment back. is yeah. the fact that the reindeer is drinking alcohol with him. <laughs> That's but even then, like, I didn't laugh at that. I didn't find that funny. I find it more funny that the reindeer sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, right. Arr, it's like in the Santa Claus 2 when the reindeers can talk now for no reason. <laughs> in the first one, they couldn't. But in the second one, they're like, Santa. And you're like, why is he talking? You're like a Muppet. Um, Yeah, that's kind of really my... Um, this is another technical thing. The movie in the theatrical cut, so yours is different. In the theatrical cut, it ends... With him being carried off, in on the crowd in the parade, and it ends. Oh, happened in mine. Fades there. I don't remember if it fades, but he was carried. It off. It fades to black, and we don't get that scene at him at home where he's like, "You forgot my presents." Mm. Boom. That's at the end of the credits. The actual card ends there. I think it would have been better if it ended a bit, a bit closer to when he does the salute thing. Yeah. Because then you have the salute thing, and then you have like six to eight more seconds of him just being carried off, and you're like, "No, it's more." The salute is a nice button. The salute would have been a nice button because that's literally how we open the movie. Yeah. With with Turbo Man, and now he is Turbo Man. Did you love the Turbo Man outfit? It looked pretty good. Did you love Schwarzenegger's little crutch dance he did to the camera in that one <laughs> shot for no reason? I also loved um, the villain. What was it? Dementor? Dementor. Dementor. I wonder where J.K. Got, got it. I wonder where J.K. Yeah, it was Dementor. I wonder where J.K. got inspired for the Dementors. So, um, she's a Jingle All The Way fan. Everybody she's a Jingle that. fan. She's a Jingle fan. <laughs> he jingled she's all the way. Jingler. He didn't jingle half the way. Hey, hold on. Her whole stipulation with Harry Potter is only European actors, right? Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, yeah, Johnny Depp, the big European actor. Sorry, I was like, far out. No. <laughs> he can 
play your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, anyone can, dude. That's yeah. not a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I could play European. I could be Christoph Waltz. Hello, it is me, Christoph Waltz. Just pronounce everything really articulate and that makes it sound menacing. That's yeah, the that's, out that's, of Christoph Waltz. That's, that's the Christoph Waltz school of acting. I have two big questions for you guys. Was there a toy or an object as a child that you really, really, really wanted? And did you get it? For me, it was Bionicles. When Bionicles first came out, I wanted the blue one. And I got it. And I was like, I still remember how happy I was to get that on my birthday. So cool, yeah. Not even a Christmas, just that was it. Like, that was the big thing. I was like, being a real monster, my parents, like, I want Bionicles, 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 Bionicles. That was my thing. Yeah, I liked Bionicles as a kid too, but I yeah, think my so little brother I... was like super into them. I collected them as many as I can until they discontinued them. I remember I, I remember they had a website, they had some games that I used yeah, to play them. They had the movies bit. too. Yeah, they had a, like this point and click adventure game, I think, that I really liked. And I think it's it's hard to find, but I think you can still find it online somewhere. My That's favorite cool. one of those old school games was the Lilo and Stitch game where you played as the uh, experiment that made sandwiches in the TV show and you had to like make a sandwich by mm-hmm. having things drop on. What about you, Sora? Have anything toys? Well, relating to the movie, I remember one of the things that I really wanted was... A Turbo <coughs> Man ball. No, but it was from Power Rangers Turbo. And it was all of the... They had they had cars. So, like, in Mighty Morphin, they had dinosaurs. So, they were, like, big robot dinosaurs. But in Power Rangers Turbo, it was cars. And the cars would combine into the Megazord. Ah, uh, right, right, right. And they brought out... Um, you could buy all of the individual cars that would then combine into the Megazord. And I remember my grandpa got me one and it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. I loved it. I th- in fact, I don't have all of them, but I still have the Red Ranger's car Yeah, at home. And it's just awesome. What about you, Bartek? Uh, Pokedex. Dude, I was literally holding on for your answer to say that I wanted a Pokedex too, but specifically <laughs> I wanted... Pokedex? Yeah, the little... Pokedex from the Pokemon show that, like, it tells you about the Pokemon. Yeah. It was, like, a little toy, a little electronic toy, and it had, like, the oh, little sprites of each yeah. Pokemon. And it would make the noises from the game. No shit. And I, and I remember specifically, I wanted the Pokedex at the same time as Pokemon Gold came out. Mm. And Pokemon Gold's my favorite Pokemon out yeah, of I them all. And that's kind of when I stopped playing them, actually. So <laughs> It was a solid generation. Two regions, man. Um, Wait, did you get it? Oh, yeah, I got, I got a Pokedex. Like, Pokedex. I was always thinking, like, oh, like a red one, but I got, like, this golden one. Oh, I got a red one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I got the, the red one's a bit more iconic, but it was cool that I got a little gold one, and it had, like, the stuff from Generations 1 through 2. Yeah. Um, The, the, the display, I mean, it was, like, two colours, so it wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't, like, what I was imagining in my head, but it was really neat to have. I remember the one of the things that I really wanted but never got were, and now they're popular again, is, um, what are they called? The shoes with wheels in them? Heelys. I wanted Heelys. I wanted Heelys too. And, and I my never parents got them. never gave yeah, me Heelys. I never got them either. I was like, guys, guys, I want some Heelys. And they were like, no. And I remember, I remember. Your I really sister, wanted... however, Ryan, she's allowed to have rollerblades. I made the argument. I had rollerblades. My sister had rollerblades. I had a scooter. And it was like, that was the trade off. You have a scooter, and I, I like my right. scooter. So, and, and my sister nearly broke her ankle on rollerblades. So I was like, I'm fine without rollerblades. But I was like, can I have Heelys? And they're like, nah, man. I remember, I remember. So I finally convinced my parents to let me get a pair of. Um, globe skate shoes when i was a kid and we went to the store and we got them and they like they like the ones i wanted were like the most expensive ones they let me get the cheapest ones there (laughs) but i remember when we were there 
I remember the guy who was working there said, oh, you should check these out. They've just come out and they were Heelys. And I was like, my mind exploded. And for years I wanted Heelys. My parents never got them for me. Yeah. And as an yeah. adult, I could get them now, but it's too could, late. Yeah, like like there's that thing where it's like, no, no, yeah. I needed it then. Yeah, I don't it's need them now. It's too late. No, I need them now, but it's I can't have them now. It's like yeah. in my brain, I'm like, you can't, man. You can't. No. What about you, Bartek? Was there anything like that where there was a specific thing that you're like, that would be something I really would have liked to have had? I remember... Uh, I don't know if this answers the question. I remember there used to be ads for like a Spider-Man like web shooter thing. Yes, I thought that would look. I thought that looked pretty cool, but I never really like went out of my way to be like, oh, I really want that. I just thought it looked cool. One thing I always wanted, and they got banned in my school, was um they have those uh things that attach, like little uh, Velcro strap that attach to your finger like a ring, and it had like the little elastic string, and it had like a bouncy ball on the other end. Oh yeah, I remember those. I wanted those. Yeah. They were very popular, but I had marbles instead. Yeah, I had marbles too. And that was the king of marbles. I had marbles too. Yeah. I, had, I had the web shooters, but I'll tell you what, as a kid, I remember I wanted the web shooters so bad and I had a Spider-Man costume and I remember mm. thinking I'm going to wear the web shooters with my Spider-Man costume. But me, with my fucked up brain, when I got the web shooters, they're freaking huge. Yeah. Like, they're bulky <laughs> as fuck. So I remember putting them on and it's like a spray can strapped to your arm. Yeah. I remember putting them on and I'm like, I can't wear this my is suit with stupid. this. Stupid! I like. I don't look like Spider-Man anymore. This sucks. You have to work out the other arm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like it, it was terrible. So I was like, I sprayed them up, and also they would finish really quickly. Yeah, they weren't as cool that, as you know. That, you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, when I saw the ad, I had that in my head. Like, how would that work? Like, I didn't yeah, have. No. I think I was a bit older, so I was one like, of, thinking how it works. One of my random gifts I got given was one time at school we were doing like uh sports and one of the sports we got to do was 10 pin bowling mm-hmm. for some reason mm. and, but i would spend more time playing air hockey because that's where air hockey exists is that bowling alleys yep. yeah, and i just said to my parents true. one time i was like man i really love air hockey it'd be great to have an air hockey table and then for my birthday they gave me an air hockey table and it's still like there a, one? a big air hockey a big table, air oh, hockey wow. table. Really? that flips over to be a pool table but that didn't work as well because uh the pool table had like a kind of lean to it like so yeah, yeah, like yeah. but i was like a hair hockey table yeah wow now it just sits at home because i'm not there and they just have their paperwork on it <laughs> wow um, well, you we, win. That's pretty damn cool. It you is. Got an air we used table. to we used to record the podcast on like a gambling table. That is my old poker table. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And uh, that was the thing. I was more like the big thing that I really missed was I grew up with a trampoline. It was like all oh, I did yeah, was yeah, bounce no, the trampoline. trampoline, and all Same. the springs rusted off and they fell off and bounced off. And I always wanted a new trampoline. It never happened. And I'm and I'm like. Huh? Never happened. But you had one to be. Poor Ryan. No, I didn't yeah, I know. get a second. I one. know he didn't get a second <laughs> trampoline. Poor you. No, Re- it replacement. Like, it was the old. Yeah. It was old school trampoline. It was like when my sister was young, and then it was always there when I was there. But it was like every day I would go from school to my trampoline and bounce there until it was like dinner time, and then it was like it's taken away. It's like if like you grew up yeah, with I video did. games, and then I just smashed your video games, and yeah, then right, and then no, you no, were like, don't have video games, and then and then I sit here today and be like, well, at least you had a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. You didn't get a PS. Super. I know, but you know, we're playing up the whole child thing. Like, oh, I want this. No, I want this. I want to be Turbo Man. You're always Turbo Man. Meanwhile, meanwhile, my house is like, this back door doesn't work, so we just put a sheet of metal over it. Like, you're always Turbo Man. Did you guys ever play like like X Men or something at school? And yeah, who yeah. were you? Pokemon trainers, I guess. I was X Men. If it was like no or whatever you played, at I, school. I, I, like, was we, I remember we, we used to play we used to play X Men at school because the cartoon was yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I we was did it always Wolverine. I was a Magneto. You were Magneto? Yeah, he was... Of course, he had the, you wanted to be the villain. And he had the awesome hand gestures. That's true. Well, That's true. Like you, you would have to be like, I got fists. 
No, no, I would you go and no, I would go and get, get sticks. butter knives. No, oh, sticks, because you're in the playground. Of course, of course. Um, one of my friends used to be juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> That's um, That's yeah, you know, Jingle All The Way, I think, has a lot more merit to it than people give it credit for, and I'm glad for that, sure. Bartek, you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It'll probably be something you watch again in the future. It's great to watch with a group of people, too. Like, yeah. everyone gets oh, yeah. in this raucous mood. Like, I've watched it. I had a group of people watch it a few years ago in July with Christmas with July kind of feel, mm -hmm. and I had a whole group of people, and one guy didn't like it, but he, he got in the fever pitch of it? watching it with a group of people like even at the end he's like i didn't like it but it was fun to watch with everyone yeah. and it's just like it is one of those movies where it's like if you have a group of people you can just whack it on and everyone will get something out of it whether yeah. it's a phil hartman gag or schwarzenegger and the i the weird ironic view of him as like this mm -hmm. family man mm -hmm. who's like i got to get my son the anakin skywalker toy <laughs> like anything you can get out of this and you know yeah we've got anakin skywalker in it himself jake lloyd mm. who might I add, is a perfect casting for schwarzenegger's kid he even has a little gap in, in the middle of his yeah. teeth and he has the blonde hair yeah He's great as Schwarzenegger's <laughs> kid from back then. I can't think of another kid actor. What, Haley Joel Osment? No way, he's too no, cute. No, no, he's JTT, but he's, he's older. He's too cute. He's too cute. He's too cute. I'm about to break him. <laughs> That's a different movie. Um, that's Jingle All The Way. I don't think we have much more to say about it. It's a, it's a pretty impressive Go movie. Go watch it. All we have to add is really, like, Jake Lloyd's delivery was perfect the whole way through. And you know what? Mm -hmm. No joke. I think he did good in this movie. I did, I yeah, did too. I, he Absolutely. was six years old, seven years old. Give him a break. Like he was great. Like I think, for what he had to do, he was all right. Like I think, I think his youth meant that he didn't hold back on emotional stuff, and it might have seemed awkward, but it was genuine. And then yeah, George absolutely. Lucas was like, "You got to strip that shit, dude. Yeah, you got to strip <laughs> that shit. You got to strip that shit." No, no emotions here. Yeah. You gotta be yeah. a plank of wood with googly eyes on it. He goes, he goes, You're gonna be so wizard. You were emotional in the last movie you did with Arnie. Now I need you to be Terminator, Arnie. No yeah, emotions. Yeah, yeah. No emotions except for this is jingle all the way. This is pod except racing. For, except, except for except for angst. No, 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 no. He has one line of emotion, and Bartek delivered it. Are you an angel? Like that's the, like literally <laughs> the, an angel? the only line he gets close to having like genuine kitty emotion is like, "Are you an angel?" What about what about that line where he's in the the ship at the end? He's like. Do a spin, that's a cool trick, or something like that. <laughs> and he does a laugh. <laughs> Schwarzenegger had one laugh in this at one point that was really weird. It was like, I can't remember, he was running. Oh, he's running, and he was like, I'm really enjoying myself now, Myron. Yeah. I also find it weird that uh, Sinbad's character's name is Myron. 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 I've never heard that old name. Jewish of, man. I've never heard it's the name of an old Jewish the name man. Oh, Myron, not Byron. When, when, Myron. Wait, you never heard the name Myron before? Outside of this movie, I've never heard the name, and I've never met anyone in my life that's I've called Myron. I've never met Myron, but I've I've heard the name yeah. before. I've, I've never heard absolutely. the name Myron. I've, I've, I've heard the never... name Byron. I've heard the name Marion, but not Myron. Not Myron yeah. I've never met a Jeff, but I buy it. <laughs> Wait, you've never met a Jeff? I don't think I've ever I met a Jeff. I don't, actually, yeah, I don't know if I've ever met a Jeff. Or Phil. I know, I've, known, I've met I've Philip. I've met a Phil. I've met a Phil. I knew a Phil in high school. I remember we had a conversation once, Ryan, where you were like, Philip, that's like a grown-up name. I go, I knew young people named It's Phillip. a grown-up name. <laughs> it is. Did you, you called him <laughs> Phil when you were a kid, but if you're grown up, they're Philip now. Right, okay. I guess in Polish you hear Filipa Freddy. Yeah. In the scene in Jingle All The Way where his car has been graffitied, yes. what did mm -hmm. it say? Merry Christmas. Merry or Merry Xmas. Because okay. yeah. the two times it was shown, it, it wasn't long enough for me to read it. For some reason, I thought it said men's rights. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it couldn't have said that, but that's what I kept reading. This, and this <laughs> was before... That's the political statement was, of the movie. 
It's about men's rights. And then, and then you find out the writer of this was the guy who did that episode of Parks and Rec, where it was all about men's rights. Yeah, I that would be. Parks a, and Rec. Oh, there's an episode that's that, that's all about men's activist rights <laughs> before it became an actual thing. Meninism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this was a classic. I, I'm glad that we did it. Mm-hmm. It's been on the to-do list on Christmas movies, but they, it felt like when we did other ones, I felt like we should do those over this because this is one of those ones that's always in the thing, but no one ever talks about Deck the Halls or I'll Be Home for Christmas mm-hmm. or Friday After Next as much, but eventually I was like, we have to do it. Yeah. Schwarzenegger's now back in acting, and he's like, he do it for me. I was in Maggie's plan. <laughs> My daughter was a zombie. Did you um, see that? It was all right. Yeah, I heard it was good. I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, yeah. Maggie's plan, or was it just Maggie? I, I think, think it was, it was just Maggie. Maggie. I don't think it was Maggie's plan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just Maggie. Maggie had a plan. Maggie's plan. Maggie had a zombie. I don't know too many zombies that have a plan. Maggie's plan B. Plan B. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt's production company. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was referencing, not the other plan B. Okay. Um. So that was Jingle All the Way. That was us talking about it. Fun times had. Bartek. Next episode's a listening people's choice episode. Yes, that's true. He was he was he wasn't too sure about that. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't too sure. He hesitated. To be fair, last night I was thinking like, oh, you have to pick a film. Oh no, it's listening people's choice. It's listening people's mm-hmm. choice. So, um, we, um, we're doing a movie that has been on the list only relatively recently, but it was on our unappreciated masterpieces list. Mm-hmm. And a few of our university friends over the years have said you should do that on the podcast. Recently, we got it recommended on our YouTube uh, channel, Rocket Man from the 1990s with Harland Williams. Oh, that's a great choice. See? That's See? a great choice. It's one of those ones that we just, like, when we're doing Unappreciated Masterpieces, it, we have a ma- we had a massive list, and there's still so many that we didn't do on that for that show. But I felt like this is one that's been even said to us by guests, by people we knew from uni now by Nick on our YouTube channel is like, oh, we need to do Rocket Man eventually. And I feel like a great way to end off the year is kind of having a movie that was kind of one we did would have done on Unappreciated Masterpieces. But now, you know, we're going to talk about it in our new style and format and just kind of have, you know, a nice little, a little bow. And Harlan Williams was, of course, uh, in Sorority Boys. Mm. So it will be great to see him again. It's always a great it's sight. Very different movie. He you sure? Pretty sure. You sure? Oh, because one's got Lex Luthor in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bring it back all the way back to Smallville, do we? I'm sorry, Rab. I love Superman. <laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> that was your subtext. Was my subtext, was it? Captain okay. Subtext, Debbie. You translated okay. it for us. So, so Rab, thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, having me. It's always pleasure. a great time. You're welcome. <laughs> okay okay moana calm down you two are looking at each other i'm like oh i need to learn this um you can find us on the social medias of facebook and twitter uh spit and polish presents we post some fun stuff on there recently we had a 200th episode and i posted up a little video that was like uh audio from that episode of the the paul giamatti remix that we had on for that episode mm-hmm. of all the audio from a lot of audio from the movies we've done on yeah, him the, the four things yeah the four three things. or four things um so give that's there and we ask questions and and we provoke discussion and we kind of intimidate you by just showing a picture of paul giamatti's face Occasionally, um, <laughs> the photo that's on your <laughs> desktop right now is Paul Giamatti looking at me. Uh, I, actually, I don't know what he's looking at, but um, 
Yeah, you we just are... post a screen cap of the desktop as one of your posts for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. That would be the text. Merry Christmas. And, then, and I put a oh, you can make and I put a Christmas hat, hat on, on you know my desktop computer. Yeah, yeah. You, you can you can make a video of it. Have that be the image of it, and then the uh, the audio will be the Sorab's reaction before we start recording. But while you we can click record, <laughs> so first there want all the podcatchers, you know, Apple, Google, Spotify, all those. Follow us there, rate us, review us, share us around with all your friends, Sorab. You're going to share do. this with your Absolutely. friends? We didn't make any 9-11 jokes for your friends to comment on in this episode. We really missed the boat yeah, there. There was a I bomb in a building. There, there was, was a bomb in a building. I did mention post-9-11. You, you did post-9-11, yeah. I predicted it. Yeah. It was an inside job. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's the real twist, is that it was Sinbad on the plane. <laughs> and Sin- who's Sinbad? Who's S-Bad? Sorab. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. Breaking news. Breaking news. We found him. S Bad yeah. could also be strong. Though. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess until next time, listening people. <laughs> what? You <said> next time? <laughs> I thought you were going to say until next nine eleven. <laughs> So, <laughs> next 9-11, my dad's birthday. Um, <laughs> really? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yes, yes. Wow. Yes, my dad has very sick sense of humor. So every time it's he's his birthday, he's like, oh, man, my birthday's never been more important <laughs> than, than September. And he's Australian, so it's actually 11-9. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so until next 9-11 listening, people. Remember, you know, enjoy your holiday times, you know, enjoy your Christmas, enjoy your New Year's, enjoy your Boxing Day, in that order. Don't enjoy Boxing Day more. No, you got to enjoy Boxing Day after you've enjoyed New Year's. You know, just enjoy your time as a human being, you know? Hold on, is, is our next episode being released in 2020 or 2019? I just said that in general, you know? Like, they might be too busy to, to hear Rocket Man, and if so, you know, just enjoy yourself, guys. But seriously, rate and review us. Like, on your Christmas listening day, like, on Christmas morning, just stop unwrapping presents, say to your wife... Damn it, Liz. I've got a rate and review spin polish, you know? They're just Damn so you, good. <laughs> so until next time, listening people, remember, um, ho, 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 bitches. <laughs>